welcome to Edge of the Headlights podcast. My name is Rob, and sitting across from me tonight is Marty like normal. But I'm kind of mad at Marty right now because he has the whole fucking week off. Yeah, man, it's great. Uh, I have enjoyed it. I was actually, and, and I did go start to uh, start clearing out our shed for spring cleanup, which at least still like a month and a half away. But I was like, ah, I'm no, going to go through cleanup starts shit. next week. No, oh, that's I saw it was end of May. Nope, starts next week. Really? Yep. All right, well, I have to fucking deal with that. Yeah, well, no, there was a whole lot more shit sitting in there than I thought there was. <laughs> I literally could get to one box of my stuff. It was like, uh Lima bean days. Oh, really? Yeah. Man, I like lima beans, man. I do. I don't... Why would they actually need a day for, like, respect to lima beans? Right. Were they getting, you know, shit on a lot? Or? It's the fourth month, 20th day, so that's about it, right? Yeah, that should That's be what... about it. Yeah. Yeah, know, right. Everybody out there smoking the devil's lettuce. Yeah. Uh, it was all over, man, too, because you got, like, fucking cheese fries, fucking uh, uh, upside-down cake. Uh, and now that all makes sense, man. It does. Cause... I could actually go for some pineapple upside-down cake now, man. That's uh, not me. I haven't had that in fucking ever. I had, we just had Easter at there, and my mom made these really cool, like, um, pinwheels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they got yeah. onions and green black peppers and all that fun stuff. Nice. Oh, that was really good. Yum. I didn't. She's nothing. like, do you want to take any of these I just grabbed the whole fucking plate. <laughs> right. said, okay, yeah, I'll get your plate back to you, Mom. <laughs> By any, you mean all of them, yes. Yes, that is what I'd like to do. Oh, man, yeah. I didn't do shit for Easter, man. I like literally sat around the house playing games. That's what I did all day. Um, I barely rose like Jesus, man. It was, it was bad. <laughs> I didn't do well, it's a probably damn a good thing, thing because, you know, Easter fell on a full moon. Right, right. So you would have had a werewolf Jesus. No. Oh, that could have been very bad. It could be pretty entertaining, too, man. But yeah, no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Good Lord. No, man. I, I uh, It's been. Uh, I haven't really done shit. It's been no. nice. Went and bought a bunch of crap out of town today. That yeah. was okay, too. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> so. Right now, since we're talking about Werewolf Jesus, we're going to jump into our topic for the night, which is the LBL, the Land Between the Lakes, right in Kentucky. Yep. This place is steeped in like there's lots of folklore and there's lots of supposed things that have happened there, and there's, it's kind of a weird ass place actually. It is uh, looking into it, man. There there are like stories ranging all over the place. Yeah. Down here. Oh yeah. I mean, we're we're talking going from ghosts, uh, light sightings. To cryptids, to just it, it's that place is all over the board. I mean, it, it makes sense. It is a, a large national. Well, it's a hundred. It's a hundred seventy thousand acre. Yeah, wilderness area, which is like a national preserve or national park. It, it is a. I, I actually because it was specifically. I didn't write that down. <laughs> uh, where did I have it written? Actually, uh, it was a uh, designated national recreation area in nineteen sixty three by JFK. Oh, Once I, it that's... originally came in. <laughs> The odd thing with all of that is, uh, in 1991, it was designated a UNESCO Biosphere Reserve. Again, the UNESCO. I, exactly. I was going. I have oh. that theory where, like, whatever weird shit happens, UNESCO always steps yes. in. Now, it'll kind of play into my theories at the end. Here. Right? I got some theories, man. But yeah, no, I came across that. I was like, oh, seems like I've heard of these guys before. That's weird. Yeah, 91. It it fell under the the uh, control of of UNESCO. See, I think UNESCO knows a lot more what's going on in this world. Right. I think they are the Illuminati. Just and, think about it, because every national right. partner screwed up shit happens. They're involved. Well, there, there seems to be a lot of stuff but why that's would, been... Okay, okay. Why would it be a national heritage site? It's not that old. Uh, right. I mean, the forest itself is. Yeah. But, but yeah. Well, uh, how they made that area is not that old, because basically it was right. during the World War II, they flooded a bunch of the land and covered yes. up Birmingham. Birmingham, Kentucky. Yeah. And basically, it's not that old. There's no, nothing it, really unique about it, I don't think. I, for for a long time, it was the largest man-made lake in the country. Yeah. Uh, that Which led to a lot of hard feelings down there. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Birmingham itself, most of these people were displaced. 800 families were displaced yeah, because by, of this. By a uh, Damn. eminent domain. Eminent basically, domain, they yeah. went, oh, we need this for this. you got to fucking go. And that, that's those two people, if you ever check, like, if you watch any YouTube videos about it, you see all these, like, what people say are military bunkers. 
Them are actually people's houses at one time. Yeah. That's where the 800 families had to leave. That's the remnants of it because there were cinder blocks homes that were made during that time. Yep. Now, some of the other problem that came along with this, which I think to some extent has led to some of the uh, ghost stories that come out of here, is there are, all through that area, there are little graveyards. Yeah, I think. All over. I think I heard a number like 237 graves or something. Well, or maybe p- more. part of the problem with with where they were, were flooding this out, they basically, uh, it sounds like poltergeist some of it, oh, where they God, moved so... the headstones but didn't necessarily remove all of the actual graves underneath it when they flooded it. That's awesome. And I'm sure it, it's like most government things. They go for whatever's the fastest and you bid the lowest bidder. Yep. And they're pretty much like, well, move these headstones. And then even some of the headstones didn't get moved. Yeah, they went, yeah a, we're done. I've watched it's a couple a of YouTube videos where they're actually out there exploring, looking for like the dog man. Yeah. And they're like, find these really weathered, like from like 1800s yeah. headstones. And you can and, barely make out the name, which is barely legible. Yep. And, and there are small uh, graveyards apparently uh, spread out all through over this park where people had buried people, little headstones. Yep. Years and years. Uh, the area has been populated, I mean, since natives were in that area too. The Ch- uh, Chickasaw. Yep. And yeah, they have a lot of stories going back years and years and years in this area. It's, there's a lot of wild shit yeah, that, there is. that it seems to go on here. Um, I, I, I don't know. I suppose like most big national parks like that, you do have weird stuff that happens. But yeah, like digging into it. Some of the basic stuff I'd heard before, it was never a story that really popped up. Uh, the biggest to me. one, like, like the biggest one I always heard is the Dogman Massacre. Yeah, we'll yeah, get into yeah. that, folks, here. But that's but, the one that's always been brought up to the forefront when we talk right. about LBL, the Dogman Massacre. Well, I, I think because it, it does have that uh, that uh, explosive yeah. nature to it yeah. of like, oh, God, this is horrifying. But, yeah, no, just like the, the huge list of stuff that pops up when it's like, oh, weird things in LBL. Oh, you, you want to know Vampire Hotel? Are you talking about these murders? You talking about the dog man? What about the? Uh, I was like, holy Jesus! <laughs> what is going on here? Are these all the same place? Yeah, no, it's uh, LBL, and this is Kentucky, where you can go camping, man. folks. You can go camping in this. Oh area. yeah, no, yeah. it's it's perfectly open. Uh, yeah, there's uh, reportedly lots of people have just kind of disappeared. Yeah, uh, like any big. Well, like, I really area. when I really dug into it, there's only one really documented unsolved murder that happened yeah. there and that, that was, is corroborated and proved yeah that is the uh, murder of carla sue atkins age 14 and vicky lee stout age 16 yeah. both were murdered by a shotgun wound to the head this case is 41 years old and the perpetrator has never been caught right even back in the mid 90s there was new information that was popping up on this case yeah it was the guy in the blue truck yeah there there was a blue truck sighted there that said yeah no we saw them that night they were talking to some guy in a blue truck and but, i mean here you are looking at cuz it happened in 1980 yep and you're looking at 96 97 dude you you're looking at almost 20 years later how do you go back and check a, a blue truck in the area? You know what I mean from from seventeen years before. But yeah, no, it's a a weird tale, man. <laughs> I was reading through some of that. I was like, well, let's look into some corroborated real. Now there have been hunting accidents in the area too that have happened over over time. But yeah, no, these uh, th- this whole area. I think it was called Dover. I think is the town it was based in. Yeah. Uh, was during the 80s, late 70s, early 80s, almost a fucking Wild West. Yeah, there's, and it, it was, was pretty rowdy because they, they didn't have any local police there. Yep. And basically people coming on the weekends and just party it up and no one could stop them. <laughs> yeah, it, it was to the point where like uh, older people, basically once it started to get towards sundown, refused to go into town. They would just stay at their yep. houses because it, it just got fucking wild. They would have bands come in like local bands would just all of a sudden just start playing on the fucking street people underage and older drinking doing crazy shit now these girls lived literally just like right behind where like a convenience store yeah there there was (laughs) the dipping dot yep the dipping dot was was where everybody kind of hung out uh a lot of uh 
muscle car guys would tear around the area all night on their cars. Uh, there were a lot of oh, times. Oh, that's be back in the glory days where you paid twenty five cents oh. a gallon. Nowadays, oh, yeah. you don't do that yeah. shit. <laughs> well, yeah, you you were picking up a seventy Chevelle for five hundred dollars, yeah. and it was you know eighteen cent a gallon gas, and they would just tear the shit out of these things. But yeah, it was like it was a wild west. It was just crazy. But yeah, these girls lived right behind there, and there were a lot of times they were kind of left unsupervised. Mm-hmm. Um. Which was very common, folks, in oh, the yeah. 80s. It's 1980s. Especially when they were 14 and a 16-year-old. Right. You can tell almost considered a fucking adult back then. Yeah, at 14, 16, I was getting left alone. I was out know, driving for, tractor yeah. until butt crack a dog. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, I got that. But, uh, yeah, they, like people would end up coming over to where they lived and, and just partying. They well, would, no, it was the, friends. It wasn't that. It was like there was a, where the dipping dot was yeah. at. And where their place was, there was like a wood area in between. Right. People and, go party yeah, people in the woods would, and that. But there were times they said, you know, they had friends over and then other people would just start partying in their backyard because they've wandered their way through the woods and here are these people, they have no idea who they are. Yep. And for the most part, inebriated. <laughs> just hanging out <laughs> with the 14 and 16-year-olds yeah. uh, in their backyards. Yeah. But yeah, these girls uh, ended up disappearing. Um, right away, I know it was the the police and that just went out. Oh, they're runaways. Yeah, and, and their their parents, guardians were like, they they didn't run away. That's not something they would do. But uh, yeah, the the girls' bodies were eventually found uh, off in the woods, uh, battered. Uh, looked like there were plenty of contusions, but the primary cause of death was shotgun wounds to the head. Yeah, uh, both of them basically got. Shot in the shot in the head, yeah, and just left there. I mean, nineteen eighty. I was five years old. That that long ago, man. <laughs> and and it to this day, it, they, it's never been solved. I don't think the the case has ever officially been closed. No, it hasn't. What? <coughs> excuse me. The case hasn't really been closed, and there's still people keeping this case alive. There's a lot of we're not. This is not what the, our episode is about. Is about these two girls that died. There's other podcasts out there that are true crime ones. They've done oh yeah in ten depth times on it. in depth of it, but every year they celebrate it. They have like local bands come out. They're always, yeah. they're always trying to keep this story alive, right? To hopefully get new information, which it's, I don't know if they ever will. I, I, I honestly, I, I would say at this point, there there's a good fifty fifty shot. Whoever did it was probably older. And may well be dead already at this point. I yes. don't know if it's ever going to get solved. Yep. It's sad. It's it's crazy. But I don't know if it's ever going to get solved. Yeah. It is a bad thing. But hopefully if you have any information about that. Mur- if you type in the internet, murder in the LBL, these two girls picture will pop yep. up. If you have any information, send it to these people that are looking yep. for information. And anything or us, if you have any information. But yeah, it's, it's wild. But I mean, it's just a... a, a that is the one case i have seen that is straight up proven fact this happened yeah uh everything else is hearsay and stories uh uh, vampire hotel uh, is real uh, yes and no um vampire hotel anybody who remembers this from the mid 90s there was the vampire cult that ended up killing this family in florida this is originally where uh Rod Farrell, who led the cult, was from was from this area, and it was reported that they would go hang out in these old abandoned uh, kind of a warehouse, cinder block buildings out here, and would do rituals and all this stuff. But eventually, what what happened, uh, short form, is he had a girlfriend, and he had his little group, and they were all hardcore into vampires, and he decided that they were becoming vampires. And uh, her parents ended up moving her away to Florida. And they didn't want him contacting her. But they kept in in contact by phone. And eventually, uh, her parents went, yeah, no, this isn't happening. And they cut the phone off so they couldn't get in contact. Now, she had always told him that, oh, her parents were abusive to her. And Once they cut the phone off, he kind of snapped and went, you know, we have to go liberate her and bring her into the fold. 
and make her a vampire like us. And yeah, they they basically went down there to so go did they, get I got her. a question. Did they only travel at night? <laughs> yeah, yeah right. It's, it's like near dark where they've got everything like fucking tinfoiled inside the RV. <laughs> it's like something from Lost Boys. <laughs> right. The last scene of Lost Boys 2. Right. But yeah, they they uh, they, they go down there. Uh, she, she leaves the house and he initiates her by, well, he, he ended up taking a shit ton of acid and then, that's uh, always a good thing. It, right. You know, it's, it's a credible cult, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, she ended up drinking some of his blood. Well, then they went into her house and I guess the original plan was he was just going to kill her dad cause he was abusive and horrible and they had a crowbar and he went into the house and you know, just, it beat her dad to shit, just killed him. Well, her mom came in, and he wasn't planning on killing her until she, like, lunged at him. And then he just started stabbing her in the head with the, the pointy end of the crowbar until she was dead. And they obviously got quickly picked up. And it was a big story. I remember when that blew up. It became a national story of this uh, vampire cult. And he's really just kind of a wackadoo. And at that point, he was actually the uh, youngest person to be put on death row when this case first went through. But then they dropped him down to a life sentence instead of death row. But yeah, they uh, originally were from this area. Buildings up there that supposedly they did well, they're some no of the longer, rituals the, the in. The vampire hotel is no longer there. Yeah, no. It, it, they got demolished. They, it, they, they got went rid in there, of it. The government went in there and said, yeah, we need to get rid of this because they were afraid it would take too many people to go back there right. and like, paint homage to him or some stupid shit. Yeah, because I think it, it's happened in 96. I think by 98, the whole thing was buried over, man. Oh, they yeah. just dumped the entire, leveled everything out there. So it no longer exists. I mean, the location's there. But the buildings aren't. But yeah, like even at that point, you had uh, your your serial killer worshippers, yeah. for lack of a better word of it, where where they will follow them around and and yeah, try to pay homage to their greatness. And it's like no, the guy was just kind of a whacked up, fucked up kid. Yeah, uh, he had a it really happened. messed up uh, growing up. Uh, the way it sounded, his mom was a little too close uh jeez oh, yeah they're talking they like were, flowers in the attics too close right yeah really yeah there there were like poems she wrote him because she was really into vampires too what and and you know wanting to to be close to her boy and and it was just oh they were really creepy it was like oh well it kind of not shocked not, i got psycho vibes going on right yeah, Norman Bates. <laughs> you kind of not shocked the guy probably kind of fucking lost it when you start adding in hallucinogens and everything else. You know, things become a little See, bit back hazy, in the good old man. days when that stuff was readily available, you can get acid on the street. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah. Pot it was does... hard to get, but you could get all the shit tons of acid. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it was everywhere. Yeah, it, it, it's... Do you want Mickey Mouse? Do you want the red dots? Right. I got the cow tongue. That's yeah. good shit. Oh, man, no, but yeah, it's it's it'd be surprising if he didn't become messed up in some way. I mean, it's there there is a certain amount of of how you turn out is kind of how you were raised. Yeah. I don't think all of it is there, but it will certainly uh, sway your behavior as you get older. So it's, also, uh, it's bizarre. I don't know too because like like we were talking about the LB, Lamb, LBL is short for Lamb between, Lamb the, between lakes. the lakes. But there's also been reports of like ghosts out there, but that's yes. like just from the headstones being not removed. And even today, there's actually been reports of like ghosts being seen out there, just eh. like usually out of the corner yes. of your eyes. Yeah. And there's nothing. There's never been any video, as far as I could find. Now, the the one story that is an exception to that that is a ghost is the ghost uh, truck. What? Oh, oh! You've never, you didn't see that. No, I did not see that. Uh, in my no, uh, apparently. I focused on one thing. Right. Right. <laughs> No, well, maybe uh, a couple other things. Uh, apparently, as the one story goes, a late girl was out there with her friend. They were driving around, and they they had seen like uh, I don't know if it was up ahead of them. They saw lights off in the distance, and they're like, "Oh, it must be a car over there." Well, then the lights disappear. Well, then the lights are behind them. So she's driving, trying to get back to her house, and these light follow her for like ten miles, getting back to her her yard. And at some points, the lights are, like, literally right on her bumper. And then other times, they, they fall back, go up on her, fall back. Uh, she's, at this point, called her dad and said, hey, this psycho... When did this happen? 
Ah, uh, this would have been uh, be early two thousands. Yeah, dad. it's it's two so. thousands when this story occurred. Uh, but yeah, she called her dad and she's like, "This guy is fucking chasing me. I'm driving to the house." So her dad's like, "All right, I'm going to be ready as soon as you get in. Pull into the driveway. We'll be ready to see what's going on with this asshole." Well, by the time she gets up to her house, there's no lights. No, no, no vehicle goes by. They didn't hear anything driving off a different direction. Well, she feels kind of like, like a crazy person. And she was at work the next day with a friend. She's like, I don't know. We just had a really weird night. We were driving out uh, in, in the uh, in the reserve. And, and her, her friend, co-worker, is like, dude, did you see the lights? And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, no, there's lights that have follow people. He goes, and I've had them follow me before, too, down the road. But the, there's nobody there. And apparently the story is... There was a truck driver that went off the road and was killed by somebody driving like an idiot on some of these roads. And his vehicle will show up and follow people around that are speeding or what have you. Yeah. And no, I was I like, not, oh. I did not find that in my research. But yeah, there's, there's no corroborating evidence of it. She doesn't have video of the lights or anything. It's, again, just a, a hearsay story of something crazy and weird going yeah. on around this national park so the main story let's say the main story coming out of this lbl area is the massacre that happened yeah that is the biggest story to come out of here besides the two girls now if this is true it's see but there's many i'll say this right now there is several different versions of this story well i i from what i've seen i think there have been different uh attacks because there was actually recently Fairly recently, a, a bow hunter that disappeared down there, too. Yeah, that just I'll, happened I'll, last year. Yeah, I was going to say, it was just in the last two years. They saw a video on it. The only thing you find in a video that I found was like a one minute, it's this guy saying, yeah, they can't find this bow hunter. Yeah, they, they found his bow, which was broken, uh, but no idea where which he went. Which is hard to do, because I'm assuming that's a compound yeah, bow. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming he's using, even if you're using a recurve, you know how much effort it takes to bust a recurve bow? Yeah, Especially if you're using it for hunting. It, yeah. they're, they're tough. They're tough as shit. Like, recurves, yeah, I mean, you can just toss those goddamn things, and they'll be fine. Yep. Why don't you unstring them? If you don't unstring it, if you leave them strung up, they get a twist in them. Yeah. But you can leave them, untw- if you leave them unstrung. Five years later, you come back and it still shoots straight as. Oh arrow. yeah, no, yeah. Throw your string on and go. Yeah, and they're wild. But yeah, no, just the amount of effort. But, yeah, apparently he's hasn't been seen since. He went out hunting. They found his bow busted into pieces, and that's all they've seen of him. There again, was he attacked by an animal? I, I mean, I there's okay if you I, there's not really any large. Well, there's. Supposedly bear, mountain yeah. lions, which any wild area, right? But they're pretty sparsely yeah. uh, 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 spread out in there. There, there's not a lot of them. I mean, it's a breeding amount, but yeah, you're not looking like northern Minnesota where there's you know twelve hundred bears. We didn't even and... see one when we went there. Oh, I know. It, it, that's is... the craziest part. Well, the forest up there is pretty damn thick. It is thick, man. It, shit there could have been be... ten of them right alongside the road, like five feet off. We wouldn't have seen them because all that greenery. They're, they're, they're sitting there with like honey kegs, like King of the Hill, just like, yep, mm-hmm, yep there goes gone. some more cars. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man! Get it on that man now. Go, Daniel, man. I'm getting honey, man. Like, oh shit! <laughs> you wouldn't even see them there because it's so thick. Yeah. But yeah. But like with the masker, I know Marty has one version. I have a different version because I brought something right. to light that he did not know. Yeah, I did not. Uh, and it took a little across. bit of digging to find this, kind of. But right. also this this story I have of the masker, I think will make more sense once you hear it. Oh than, yeah, yeah. Than what you have. Okay. Because they're very very similar, but right. This is a different aspect. But it's a different uh, view. Yeah, we'll put a different view to it. So I'll let you go first, and I'll come back and tell you the view I have of the story. I did also have another one of people back in the 70s. Do the 70s one something. first, and we'll get the massacres. That's the meat and bone. See, folks, uh, none of this is scripted. He has his notes. No, I have man, my I've, notes. I've got mine. He'll come, I was, he'll come here, and I'm like, what do you got? Make yeah, sure I was trying to remember uh, what the other one is. Because I have a bunch of stuff where I just like wrote down quick notes, and it's like, okay, I can remember that story. I don't need to write the whole thing. He's out. got a lot better memory than me, because I'm old and senile. <laughs> Years of 420 should have been far worse on my memory than they are, but... <laughs> Uh, no, apparently uh, in 1973, some students from Murray State University were running around down there 
uh, camping over the weekend. Now, uh, one of the guys went to go pee out in the woods, came back to the campfire just pale as hell. And they're like, hey, what is what is going on here? And he's like, I heard he something. caught his dick in his zipper. Yeah, right. Been <laughs> there, and it's not pale as much as it is screaming. Uh, but, yeah, no, he, he's like, no, there was something moving around out there, and I could hear heavy breathing right around me. He goes, and it, it, it literally scared the piss out of him. Uh, so uh, he, he comes back, and, and not long after that, the rest of the group starts hearing something crashing around in the trees around outside of the the firelight and the entire time this thing is circling they can hear like that heavy predatory sniffing if you've ever been around even a a, a pet dog they'll right. be like Part at the door yeah the, just all like, the damn time <laughs> i mean it's just especially and, and when you've been out visiting with other dogs you're like oh yeah oh. There, you cheated no no it, it, when i get home tonight yeah mine will be like <laughs> Smells like you're a whore. And it's like, oh, damn it, dog. But yeah, I know they, they heard this thing for hours. Uh, and basically, when, when you think it can't get any worse, you're, you're, you're fucking wrong, because it does. Because well, it's Murphy's of, Law. Come on. Yeah, right? Out of, out of the darkness, they hear a deafening and earth, unearthly howl just rumbling from the darkness. Uh, at this point, uh, they also see a set of red glowing eyes up in the trees and they're like nope we're fucking done man we're out of here uh they all hop in they have a, a volkswagen microbus the the typical volkswagen van the surfer van yeah the the scooby-doo van in essence uh so they they hop into this thing and they're like fuck it whatever's left there we're leaving it we're getting the hell out of here we don't know what this thing is we are going to take off so they start tearing off down the road, and apparently this thing starts chasing behind them and actually grabs hold of the back of the Volkswagen uh, bus and actually pulls it to a stop. What? Which, I, if I didn't know Volkswagen buses, I would find hard to believe. But the Volkswagen buses, the motors that they had in them that were stock, like are three super weak. Oh. It's like a 1600cc Volkswagen boxer motor, and they're for as big as they are, there's not a lot of power to them. It's the same motor they throw in the the Beetle. So bad, but it's like three times. Oh yeah, they're bad. They're <laughs> awful. You can get newer, better versions to put in them, but they're pretty underpowered. But yeah, this thing basically pulled the thing to a stop and starts attacking the back of this. Well, they eventually break loose and take off and get back to campus. And unfortunately, no pictures were taken. Oh, go but for uh, yeah. The, uh, they, they, uh, reportedly had big gouges and pieces of metal ripped off the back of this van. But of course, I mean, it's 73, you don't have cell phones to take pictures and apparently nobody bothered to take a picture of it. Again, another one of the unsubstantiated wild stories coming out of LBL. Yeah. But yeah, apparently this thing chased him down and just decided, no, we're going to eat tonight. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, they ended up getting loose. But yeah, it's apparently the back of the van was was kind of shredded, claw marks, gouges out of the back of it. No proof, no pictures. So. Okay, don't take this the wrong way, folks. But there is something on the woods. People are seeing things, right? But I understand like some of your better reports came back from the seventies that are more visceral than that. But there has to be some way to get better things, even like for Bigfoot and Dogman. You know. Everybody's got, I understand the concept. I've had this with Daniel when we had him on. Right. I understand right, right. You're, you're more focused on trying to see what's in front of you than reaching for your camera. But you would think afterwards you'd be like, especially if you had something where a vehicle was involved, you take pictures of it. Right. Nowadays. Yeah. Well, e- even back, say, like in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, Polaroid cameras. When, when they had, uh, like, the, the lizard man attacks down in, was it Georgia? South Carolina. Oh, yeah, it was South, South Carolina. Carolina. Even there, they had pictures that they had the, 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 the sense to go, I'm going to take a picture of the side of my car that's been shredded to shit yep. by this lizard creature. And they tried to play that on dogs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. Angry wild mm-hmm. dogs will fuck up a vehicle if given the chance. But not just metal. not like that. I don't think they would attack metal. No. They would uh, go for the tires. The yeah, new, newer vehicles where there's a little more plastic to them. Yeah. Yeah, they, there have been stories of uh, of dogs that have been 
treated like shit by somebody, and the damn thing followed him home. Just kind of like the big tiger that followed the dude home and trashed his uh, his uh, 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 camping set. Yeah. But yeah, these dogs came out and just shredded the front of this car because they were like, no, oh, fuck you. All around the fenders just chewed every bit of plastic off of this thing. I was like, hey man, it's... Be nice to animals, apparently, is, is the lesson you should learn here. Yeah. I don't care if it's a street dog or not. But, yeah, no, it's, uh, I I don't know. At, at the time, I, I get, like we said, we when we talked with him, there is that initial moment of, like, holy crap, what's going on? Yeah. And you don't think to grab your camera. I've even been in spots, not even anything as drastic as this, where I've been, oh, man, I should have taken a picture of that. But... At the moment, you don't because you're just like, oh, that's really cool. It's like the three-titty stripper that was in South Park. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Why don't I have a video of this? <laughs> no. All right, let's get back on track. <laughs> we're going to start talking about strippers. That would be a good thing. Okay, we're sorry, folks. We're on the stripper tangent now. I, I'm sure there are this, some. The last the month, we've had Bridget the Midget show Bridget up Midget, at yep. our local gentleman's club. Then we had a three-titty stripper show up yep. last weekend. Yep. But everybody oh, said yeah, it was, was fake. Yeah, that was last week. Everybody said it was fake. I didn't go see, so... I didn't yeah. go Whatever. see. I don't give them Every much. time I think of the three titty strippers, I think of the girl from um, Total Recall. Total Recall. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, no, I... Yeah, I don't know. I... I I'm just going to take their word for it. So, like, well... What could I Maybe be Maybe it was just, Friday? like, a really small one in between them. That would really girls. Yeah. It's just, like, a weird mole. But <laughs> like, oh, that's not really a boob, I guess. I but guess. It, does that consider you, a nipple? You might want to go see a doctor, but... Yeah, that's a growth. <laughs> just going to say melanoma. Um, but <laughs> melanoma. Good no, Lord. But once Marty gets done having a little wetting his whistle drink here, we're going to go into his version of the massacre. Okay. Now, this... Uh, Happened in the early 80s. I want to say it was like right around 80, 81. Uh, police were called out to a camping area where it was one of these abandoned military buildings, but it was the yeah. old homes of the people that had lived there. Um, when they get because I think, I think what the deal was, was uh, there was a family out there. Quit and looking at my notes. I can't read from that far away now with these glasses. <laughs> I can barely read mine. In I can barely read my own chicken scratch. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, they'd been called out there. Because I don't know if they hadn't heard, somebody hadn't heard from them for a while or what the deal was, but they knew they were out there camping. So police go out to check this out, and uh, they they find the the campsite completely torn to shreds, and three of the four family members at the campsite torn to pieces. Uh, their you know limbs ripped off. The the place is just a bloody mess, a massacre, and it's. It's easiest way to put it is a massacre. But they know there was a daughter that uh, is not here amongst the, the carnage. Well, one of the uh, officers starts going out farther from the campsite to kind of start looking around while everybody's kind of getting things organized. Well, then they hear a scream from where his his direction is, which turns into kind of like a wailing and almost a moan. And they go over to check, see what's going on. And they come over to see him with blood dripping off his hat, onto his face, down the front of his shirt. And they're like, what the hell's going on? And <coughs> blood is dripping from the tree above him where they see a, a an arm hanging out of the tree. Which is the arm of the little girl. And uh, apparently it, it seemed like something had taken her up there to eat it at its leisure. <laughs> and... and uh, Kind of like uh, jaguars in South America will do. They'll drag them up into a tree, eat what they want, let it sit, because they know nothing's going to come bother it. But, uh, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, she was found up in the tree. Uh, apparently, evidence of all of this was actually... There, there was a saliva sample, actually, that somebody there had said they had taken. And it was tested... And came back as unknown, but related to wolves. Um, all of the evidence of this disappeared. Um, everything on this story was shut down. Uh, the presiding uh, 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 conspiracy thought on it is that the government... It's kind of like a Jaws in incident 
where they were heading. This was happening as they were heading into a, a big, uh, heavy holiday weekend, and they wanted this shut down so people would still come out for their holiday. And just the proliferation of government involvement that people saw at that time out there um, with the government buildings and everything left out there basically shut this entire story down. The information was lost. Uh, the story didn't get reported into the papers like it should have. And for all intents and purposes, according to conspiracy theories of it, everything has been wiped from the face of the, the earth on, on this knowledge other than the hearsay stories that have come out of it since. Mm -hmm. Which, my problem with that is the same one I have whenever we start getting into conspiracies like this. It's an easy out for, for explaining away why there's no proof. But at the same time, I, I'm, on that, I'm on that knife edge of like, if the government wanted to shut that down, they have the ability to shut that down. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. They, they, can, they can close that information from coming out. So it's like, there again, it creates that... Uh, Air of mystery. Yeah, it, it's a mystery, but it's also a plausible... Conspiracy. Mystery that this yeah. is could have happened. Like I said, you, you we have enough stuff that we know government stories that have been shut down that we have proof that yeah they shut this down to give it that credibility of like well i could see them doing that yeah but now you got to consider i i i don't know the the full facts on this i don't know if these are accurate i know there is something out there 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 have been stories from the native people from long before we were out there of seeing these large canid type creatures there's also been reports from the chickasaw nation where actually at one time there was bison not buffalo bison yes in that area and they have from their ancestors uh, the oral tradition states that they have found bisons mutilated and half eaten like they were attacked by a large bear or something yeah something massive yeah because a bear could not chase down a bison i'm pretty sure especially a full-grown one <laughs> Yeah, I, I think they could, but it's the taking it down part that gets difficult. Yeah. Uh, wolves were able to do it because they worked in a group. Bears typically don't work in groups when they're hunting. They are Unless so you're in Russia and you're a platinum miner. Yeah, right, <laughs> and then you're just screwed, man. But yeah, it's uh, something big took, took these things down. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, for, for the most part... Uh, the American bison didn't really have a whole lot of natural predators. Like I said, occasionally you would have wolf packs that would come and get the old down. ones. Yeah, they what would take out ones? a little one, an old one. Uh, it, until rifles came along and started taking them out. Yep. That, that was their biggest uh, predator worry was... Uh, People with black powder. Really, Native yes. Americans when they attack like in groups too. Oh yeah, but they it. never. The thing, the thing with with our uh, excursion into the West is is like we did with beavers in Canada, where it was just en masse. We would just slaughter them because yeah. oh, we just need this, and that's basically what we were doing with bison. We were just taking the the uh, tongue, the the tongue, the coat. And the rest was left sitting. Do you know what the tongue was and used with, for? I would like to say it was used for eating because tongue is delicious. But it, No, 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 no. The tongue was taken, hardened in lacquer, and shipped over to Europe and used as sexual toys. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> At least that's what I read on the internet. Yeah, good Lord. Bad <laughs> dragon indeed. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, because I mean, we would, we, we would act, we had people that actually paid people to just go out and just. Slaughter them. Slaughter them. Yep. Yeah. All we need is this and this. The rest of it, we don't care. If you want to use it, use it, but let it sit there. We don't care. There's tens of thousands of these things. Well, five years of doing that, day in, day out. There aren't tens of thousands of them, man. It was... Well, you've seen some of the pictures and black and white photos where it's just oh. mounds of skulls. Yeah. And it's just like, what the heck? Well, I've seen pictures even like, and this was, I think, from West River here, uh, where it was just a field. And like like every fifty feet was just a dead skinned buffalo, boom boom boom, littering this entire field. 
because they would just go in and just pick, pick, pick. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's there's a whole lot uh, more danger when you're hunting them down with a group with uh, uh, bows. Yeah. Than there is when you have a high-powered black powder rifle <laughs> and a bunch of guys on horse just going kapoof. Oh, that one down kapoof. Uh, it just uh, insane oh, yeah. how much they got annihilated. But yeah, I mean, realistically, there aren't a lot of mass killing predators for bison. No. Okay, so folks, Marty told you the version that you find on the internet quite a bit. Yeah, it's I have the most a, prevalent. I have, I have a slightly different version that's more detailed. I'll put it that way. Oh, uh, when do the ghosts come? <laughs> yeah. This Okay, this comes from a guy who calls himself Roger, but he also goes by the name of Tyler. And he is supposedly, he says he is a survivor, one of the survivors of this LBL massacre. Oh, and what happens is this this family of four that got killed, I'll go into their names here, he went along with them on a camping trip right? in an RV in 1982. Oh, I put a picture on Instagram. But um, it's a big RV, and what he did is he just went down, they drove, they drove like four miles from his house, like in Indiana or wherever, and they went camping there. And this is the story he said that took place. It took place on April 7th, 1982, between the hours of 5 and 6 p.m. The victims were Dad, whose name was Levi, Mom, whose name was Diane, who also went by Lizzie, their son Stephen, who was 13 at the time, and his daughter Connie, a.k.a. Fanny Girl, nine, was, who was 9 at the time. Weapons on the scene was a 410 and a 20-gauge shotgun. The dad and Stephen had just gone out. They just backed up the camper. They also had another vehicle with them, like a Chevette. That they, oh, okay. Yeah. And they backed that in, they disconnected it, and they backed the RV up. So Stephen and Levi went out to get some firewood and left this. Roger's like, all right, just kind of help here, whatever, get stuff ready. And within 30 minutes, he heard yelling, and Levi and Stephen came running back. And what happened is Stephen was the first one attacked by a creature. Levi shot at the creature attacking his son and hit both of them. But the son was already dead from the creature attack, either throat torn out or neck broken. Damn. The creature that attacked Stephen turned toward, turned toward Levi and attack and bit his throat out or snapped Levi's neck. Connie and Lizzie were murdered inside the RV by the second creature that broke through the rear bedroom window of the RV. This report was given by the only survivor, a boy of 15 years old at the time. His name is known as Roger, also also known as Tyler, who hid underneath the RV and climbed up into the undercarriage so that the creatures couldn't see him. After waiting for what seemed like 15 minutes but could have been longer, he says, Roger climbed out from under the RV and ran in the direction of a farm he remembers seeing on the way into the LBL. When he got to the farm, he told the farmer what happened, and the man acted like he knew what was going on and didn't act surprised at all, Roger mentioned. Wow. Yeah. Roger remembers the man walking over and making a long phone call in hushed tones. Approximately 45 minutes later, two government-type gentlemen showed up and took Roger back to the LBL. At the scene were a lot of people in military attire, basically camo, two large vehicles, the people in vehicles had no insignia that Roger could see. Roger was surprised how fast people were at the massacre site, but no local police were on scene. Interesting. Roger noticed Connie and Diane's body were now by Stephen and Levi's body. Diane's body looked like it, the, her neck had been broken, and one of the and the witness said there was no gory blood. Roger basically said, basically they just looked like they had been killed. And there was no partially eaten bodies or anything. And also he states, one of the creatures was dead in a nearby tree. Oh. Mm-hmm. After Roger ver- finished verifying who the victims were, the two government types took him to a warehouse near a small airport, possibly Hopkinsville. Because oh, that was the closest municipal airport. Yep. Roger was given food and a cot and was well cared for as he waited three days before his uncle showed up to take him home. Damn. One of the theories is that there is about this is the massacre was caused by a robbery gone wrong, which Roger dismissed because there was twenty thousand dollars in the safe of the RV, which he saw that came, that the camo figures people were taking out. 
this money it came from the victims recently selling some land to some Amish people and buying this RV. And they had the leftover. Right. Roger believes or feels the bodies of the victims did not leave the LBL. Because he doesn't... He, the information, he says, yes, he has the name of these people is with. And it actually correlates to these people that had done everything he has said, but these people have never been found. Or they don't know where they went. Roger also stated where the massacre took place is no longer accessible by road, but has given exact description of the area, which has been verified by several different investigators. So now we're going to go into the creature description by Roger. The height was around six foot one to six foot five. Legs were human, like humans. Feet were. He noticed that the feet were long and narrow. Okay. Hands were oversized, but not but did not have long claws, just long fingernails. The creature had the build of a very athletic person in a hairy suit. Basically, not fur, but it's like hairy suit. Yep. The creature had a German Shepherd-like look to it. The head, the teeth were like canine teeth, but not like the large teeth like some stories say, like the big, massive yeah. canines. The bodies were covered in long black hair. He states, not fur. Oh. Roger also knows the creatures didn't have an overpowering smell like some of the stories he has heard. They didn't stink, basically is what he said. That's it. That's his story. Huh. Because he was the survivor of the Mad Bastion. Right. Oh, interesting. Goddamn. Because he also believes that the government knows what's going on. Right. And they basically, like you just said, they came in and just covered it up. Right, it it makes me kind of wonder, especially since there there's never really been any record of of burial of these people or anything else. Mm-hmm. If this story that is out here, if those bodies weren't staged for the locals to find, because there was no local later. police involved, he right. even states that because if a cop's going to show up like county sheriff, it's going to have the lights going. Oh, you're yeah. going to notice something like that because it has that big symbol, that symbol on the side yep. of the car. He said there was no insignia on that or the two vehicles, two or three vehicles. He said they're there. Are there any of the military-looking type personnel? Yeah. Well, see, yeah, because then he got pulled out of there. I I don't kind of wonder if maybe they didn't stage the rest of it to call in. Because you've got to do something with this vehicle. Yeah. If if some of this story that has gotten out is, is... it could be a what mixture was, of both stories. Well, yeah. What what if it was something they had staged this to to give it kind of that incredibility mm-hmm. and then shut it all down so then these people look like they're just telling more ghost stories. Because from... Roger also said that one that he one of the main things that pissed him off about this whole massacre story is them saying that the little girl was found in a tree. He goes, right. she was not found in a fucking tree. He even states that she but, was not found in a tree. What what if they were to have put her up there? Yeah, exactly. To be, that, but... yeah, to to be a little more uh, outlandish enough so that it's harder to believe. Yep. that story. Uh, uh wow. Yeah, it's, it's it's a whole lot easier, I, I think, to believe that they're all found right here. Because I mean, they clearly already moved them. Like when he came back there, they'd already put them all out here together. Yeah. You know, it, it's not that big of a stretch for them to be like, man, toss her in a tree. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, make this such an unbelievably crazy scene that no one's going to believe them, even if they decide to go tell people. No one's going to believe And who was actually going to believe a 15-year-old at the time? Yeah. Because that was, whatever, like, how many years ago was that? <laughs> so, about 82, so. Yeah. So. Yeah, f- about 40, roughly. Yeah, so he'd be like. Almost six years old, but yeah, oh, uh, dude, that's oh, uh, I yeah, I never came across that chunk of things. Oh yeah, that that's, I didn't do a lot of research. That is pretty wild, man. I, but yeah. it got me thinking too, like how he said for a fact they did not have the back bending legs like some reports. Did. Right, he said right. human like legs. Yeah, so that led me down. What could they be? Right, and I have it kind of limited down to two things. One I haven't heard before until I did research. <laughs> First one is the Sinocephalia, which is the report, the dog-headed man's. This has been reported in many parts of the ancient world, including Egypt, India, Greece, and China. Yeah. 
They are different than werewolves in the fact that they can they can speak in a rudimentary, if unknown, language. Yeah. And they're always that way. They don't change back yep, and forth. Like there's no uh, changing with yeah. a cycle or by choice, however. Even Marco Polo yeah. actually mentioned these creatures. Yeah. Then if you go to Scotland, they have these things called wolvers. Mm. Which are human-looking creatures with dog heads from the Shetland Islands of Scotland. Wolves are said to be a benevolent unless provoked and have a liking for fish. Side note, wolvers is believed to be derived from the Old Norse word for fairy. See, that's another thing Roger said, too. He's like, it was like, oh, well, they had to have this really musky perfume because these creatures came up and attacked them. It's like, uh, Levi and Diane, very simple folks. They did not gussy up. He said they didn't wear perfume. Maybe deodorant, and that's about it. Yeah. Uh, see, I, I, I can't discount that, because I, I myself, when it comes to to dogman type sightings, I think there are variations that are out there. Oh, I think yeah. we are dealing with different creatures. Yep. Uh, but I mean, look at how many breed of actually domesticated dog there are. Yeah. You just, know what I mean? One, two. Yeah, maybe three, <laughs> four. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, I, I the the idea of there being multiple canine like creatures that are varying in certain ways is not that out of the ordinary to me to think it's not that unreasonable mm-hmm. to believe you would have things that are more like the the bestial typical uh, uh, full on werewolf style bigger uh, certainly more animal like yep a uh, little. A little more uh, dingo-like, where they are just kind of wild dog, uh, killing opportunistically, as opposed to something like this, where there are, at, according to his accord, at least two that are yeah, working together. Yeah, there's two creatures, he said. Uh, which shows more of a, a little bit more intelligence to them. Mm-hmm. They could be... Uh, what they are, I don't know. Uh, but, but certainly they have much more uh, hominid-type features than some of say like bray road yeah uh whereas that is more of the bestial seven eight foot tall uh backwards canine type leg uh full fur uh full-on werewolf basically nope all right but yeah no uh oh man they just i i i i well, there's that breakdown, like, where you got, like, the four different types of dogmen and, like, yeah. seven different types of Bigfoot. Right, right. Which is very, it's possible, because if you got anything out there, it's going to evolve on different tracks to be right. where it's in a certain area. Yeah. Because they're, like, in the skunk ape, is considered to be smaller and more right. aggressive. And a lot of times, same with uh, the, the ones up when you get into uh, the Northeast, uh, New York State. They also tend to be a little bit smaller Bigfoot types. Yep. And also angrier. Uh, slightly more aggressive. I don't know. You got the Napoleon complex yeah, it, thing it, going it's, on. It's little guy syndrome apparently affects even even Sasquatch. But yeah, I mean, I don't. See, I don't okay, I'm gonna say. Okay, I gotta say this now. We we'll probably have to do an episode on this. But there was the reports of the small, like four to five foot tall ones around this area, like no more than twenty minutes from yeah. my house. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like fifteen minute drive. Yeah, at, at most. And honestly, those almost kind of scare me more, man. Because they'd be hiding easy. Yeah, they'd be man, hiding they behind be, trash cans and shit. Yeah, raccoons. They, they could be like coming right by my house, and I'm not going to see them out the window. You know what I mean? That's just you never wild. look out your window anyway. I've flashed I try you plenty not of times, especially when I drive by the road. I'm like, eh. I try not to. Outside, bad. No, but these. I think I think all these problems could be solved with Bigfoot and Dog Man if we hire, if we actually took the Native American shadow wolves and hired them to do that. Oh. You've heard of them, right? Yeah. Hell yeah. Because I, I was watching my kids young, and I, we went and saw Sonic, and you have Dr. Robotnik, Jim Carrey's character, say, yes, I was trained by Native American Shadow Wolves. And I'm like, what? My eyes just went boing! And yeah, I'm like, right. really? You don't look anything like... Okay, first of all, folks, let me clarify here. Native American Shadow Wolves are very real. Yeah. They are basically... They're an elite tracking unit that makes up, they're just all First Nation people, and they work for the Homeland Security and ICE. Yeah. And them are, they know, they could track a fart in the wind, dude. Right, yeah. They're no, no, amazing. When you, when you see the, the stereotypical 
a wilderness tracker. Like that's what these guys are, man. It's yeah. They've it's actually wild. got. They've actually these Native American shadow. We'll just call them the shadow wolves. They cover an area with like 1.8 million acres. Yeah. And they are looking basically for drug dealers and people that cross the border illegal in Arizona. And the only way you can be one is if you're at least a quarter Indian yep. and you're from one of the eight recognized tribes. Yeah, it, oh, man, it's their their skill level is so off the goddamn charts. It's ridiculous. Because they actually Dude. have gone, they've been over to like Kandahar and yep. Afghanistan. They've actually gone teach the locals there how to do yep. tracking. Yeah, they, do, they use the method, yes, they can basically, there's been stories where I'm like, yes, they can read a print and they can look at the print. Know if this guy was carrying weapons or how much he weighed and all this stuff, and they're fucking dead nuts on when they find the guy. Yeah, it's, it's like yes, he has wild. three backpacks. He's got a three fifty seven, and he's got two canteens of water. Yeah, they catch the guy and he's like, okay, yeah, it's, we're good. Yeah, it's just an itemized list of everything there. Yeah, it's it's goddamn wild, man. Like I said, their skill is off the charts. Yeah, so just we just call them guys real. in, and that would eliminate the whole Bigfoot Dogman thing. Ugh. But I don't think. They would do it just because nothing is First Nations people. They don't touch that shit. No, they uh, they tend to shy away, learn from, from their their history, and yeah. not. Plus, most of them respect it. Like with the dog man, a lot of them think that it's an evil shaman, yeah. basically a skinwalker. Yeah, and they yeah. don't fuck with that shit. No, yeah, no, they don't want to mess with it whatsoever. Yeah, and yeah, maybe they're smart in that way of not wanting to mess with it. Yeah, we're just too dumb to just be like, oh no. We'll just keep poking around in the woods. Oh yeah, that that dude disappeared. Oh yeah, I'm sure he just he just walked off somewhere. No, we just keep going out and uh, see. But to find one thing it. I have to do, is say like, I've watched a few YouTube videos on this while we're doing yeah. research and that, just because you fall into that. And there's been reports like there's one video I seen, and this person freaked out. Oh my god, I see orange lights, and she's this person is flat drawing a flashlight around. Oh yeah, and she saw orange eyes off the ground in the trees. Yeah. I'm sorry, 99% of that time, folks, it's going to be a great horned owl or some type of owl. Right, right. Yeah, it's going to be a natural occurring animal yeah. that has that reddish orange eye shine to yep. it. Especially when you're, you're blasting And it's going to freak you out because I've actually seen... Oh, yeah. Like I said, I saw them deer a couple weeks ago and it freaked me out and they have golden eye shine. It's yep. like, what the fuck? <laughs> well, you're not expecting yeah. to be seeing eyes glowing out of the dark. You've been trained even by... How many years of media to be like, oh shit, glowing eyes! I yeah. gotta run, man, because it, it's it's not something you consider natural. Yeah, uh, but I've collected a couple reports from a couple guys I know, and they said they've seen glowing eyes that are not quite the right color. Right, and I believe these guys because you can when you talk to somebody one on one, I talk to these people one on one, and you can tell just watching their demeanor. Yeah, you can listen to the story, but watch their demeanor, folks, and if it changes. You can tell if it's shit or not shit. Right. There, there are certain things. If they're just things. like all deadpan about it, it's probably shit. But when they, you can watch your shoulders kind of tense up yep. and you can yep. just kind of go in on themselves, then you can tell what they saw freak the fuck out. Yeah, it's something that affected them that it's subconsciously, I don't think they even realize. Because yeah. I've done that telling weird stories of shit I've seen or whatever. There, there are certain things that just kind of subconsciously you kind of go back to that moment yeah maybe not fully but there's enough of it where it will change your posture uh your, your voice intonation yeah something will change in there where it's like oh okay yeah i don't know what it was they saw but they saw something yeah and it definitely affected them. it's like with this story of the massacre they'll be all i believe my opinion is something did happen there yeah what version of it is I don't know, or is it a conglomeration of what was thrown out there and what actually happened, like I said? Right. Because I'm, I'm not saying what actually he said is true, but it makes more sense. It, and it's, it it's does. It's more realistic. I don't know how to put it. It's more like, instead of all fanciful, it's like brass tacks, like right. boom, 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 but this is what well, happened. The, the, the thing that uh, hits me is every version of this story, I don't see any real explanation of why the cops went out there in the first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, also, the cops are just It's saying, like, well, yeah, they come out to investigate this camp, but why? Were they were they missing? Because I know, you know if I go camping... You have to assume that they hadn't people. been heard from for a while or something. But, like I said, if, if something happened, it was then staged by people who know what fucking happened yep. to make it crazy. 
and and an anonymous call to the locals and the rangers to go hey there's something going on and i think something going on at this campsite yeah because i mean it's not like it's right off the road where you're going to drive by and be like oh something looks weird i mean it's tucked back oh yeah into into the woods it's like it says it's a peninsula in between two lakes (laughs) And, and that's what uh that that's the part of the the main story that's out that I never got because I couldn't find any explanation of why they were called out there in the first place. Yeah. So, I mean, this is pre-cell phone, so it's not like they had an emergency but it was in call the, out. It's in the early part of the year because the camp just opened and there ain't going to be that many people there, especially exactly. in April. Well, like I said, yeah, you're looking at April. Uh, even it's still kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, even in that part of the country, it's not super great out uh, to, to have... You know, a lot of people, like I said, which, which to me gives some credibility of also part of the story where they're like, oh, they want to shut this down because the your pre-Memorial Day, Memorial yep. Day through the summer is your big holiday weekend. If you find somebody was slaughtered by unknown animals, <laughs> they're less likely to go down. I mean, and we know that is true. We saw... Factual numbers from I bring up Jaws again. Yep. When when that was, film, a, was an actual event based on something that happened in New Jersey, right? Yeah. But but when that film came out in '75, it took about four years before East Coast and West Coast beaches had their numbers come back up from what they were yep. during the holidays because people were so fucking freaked out. And that was a movie. Yeah. I mean, that was a straight up made up movie. If you kind have of. a, well, yeah, but I mean, for the most part, it's it's like the it's, it's like the movies movie. you watch on TV based on an actual right. event. That's like like one part where a person did get attacked, but not by a giant great white yeah, yeah. shark. Somebody attacks somebody. That's the event. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, if you have a story coming out in your backyard of weird animals slaughtering people that are camping, it, you're gonna think twice before going out in that area camping. It is kind of. An ex- excluded area. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of, you're off on your own. There are roads coming in and out of the whole area. But once you're off in these little camp zones, you're kind of by, you're, you are on your own in essence. Yeah. There aren't, in a lot of these areas, there aren't like a down the road, here's a giant convenience store where you can go buy stuff. It's miles back where the last bait shop was. You yeah. know, I mean, it's. <laughs> Things are spread out for a reason. People go to those places they want because to be they don't want to be yeah. around a bunch of people. If you want to be around a bunch of people for the mall. weekend, yeah, you're going to go to Huntington Beach, you know, where you know there's going to be a bunch of people. You know, you're not going to land between the lakes, Kentucky, where you know, hey, there's no one around for five fucking miles. Yep. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's it's just heavy woods and there's water. That's all yep. we really want. Yep. Uh, man, no, it's... Like I said, looking into stuff on this, that that whole area is so rife with stories going back to the 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 spiritual stories of of the natives that were there before, to sightings we've had of of like I said ghosts. There's a couple stories of lights in the sky I saw came across this, all in that area, and it just there's a lot there. Yeah, and and I find it hard to believe. That every bit of it would be complete bullshit. I, oh, yeah. I just can't I believe I it's all bullshit. Yeah, like with lights in the sky, that could be misidentification. Oh I'm yeah, not, I mean there are sure air, airports yeah. and everything down there. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it's it's there is something I think that is down there. Anywhere, anymore, you get a heavily wooded area. There are things out there. Mm-hmm. I, I I find it hard to fathom that there wouldn't be at this point in in my mind. I well, mean, just... I, I, uh, well, I have like my parents live at the bottom of the hill. You've been out to my parents. Oh, yeah, yeah. That Willowy area, I'm like, oh, I yeah. hate going down that side. Oh, yeah. I know there's it's... nothing there besides a few deer, but you get, that, you get that creep factor like you're being watched, even when you right. know there's nothing there. And and you probably are being watched. I'm bit of it. It's a, a squirrel, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> but, yeah, you get into that, that denser wood area. There are parts of the way from here to Minneapolis, if you head, like, to the northern section. Where it is literally like granite cliff face and heavy woods all along the side of the road for 15, 20 miles. Yep. And it is. And I love it. <laughs> oh, it's gorgeous, but it, it, it's a little unnerving. I've actually thought about it a couple times and I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm like, yeah. great, is there going to be a body thrown over top oh, of the Oh, God, yeah, man. It's like, is there going to be something rolls out? And I have had things roll out in front of me, but they've been like raccoons. 
and and porcupine when I realized, holy fuck, we got porcupine up here. <laughs> but I did not know that until I saw one come rolling across the road at, at 60 miles an hour. I'm like, oh, fuck, what is that? <laughs> it looks all spiky. Son of a bitch. The hell in your Possum. Tires. All those. Like, yeah. I did not know any of those things were up here hmm. until I was in that stretch of road, man, where they were just, like, blah, 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 all over the place. But, yeah, I mean, it just get, it's very kind of unnerving. Yeah. And even, like, a thick shelter belt at times, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> What what what's in there? <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. But now since we started this podcast, you're going to be the guys go out. Oh, what's in there? Let's go, Marty right, first. Right. You're bigger. <laughs> that, well, there are a lot of like super thick shelter belts where I'm like, I wouldn't mind walking up and down that just to see what pops out of there. I mean, odds are it's just deer, maybe some coyotes. Actually, saw a coyote on uh, interstate dead today. I was like, that's not uncommon. Oh, I never see them. Really? I see deer on there a lot. Yeah, oh, yeah like deer a are dumb. Big old fat ass coyote i'm like oh shit coyote laying here dead huh i'll be damned oh. yeah i see lots of uh, raccoons yeah and, raccoons. and deer but yeah i don't know if i've ever seen a coyote laying on your state when i've, been I've seen a few of them yeah, he's a big boy it's like oh well he was a big boy he was a big boy now, now he's just uh, yeah now he's just on the side of the road until they decide to clean him off but no uh, well, this is what I, what i'm gonna take away from this folks is you either can believe one or two versions or Whatever version you right. want to believe, but there is something out there in the LBL. There, it ha- there is. Yeah, it has to be. I yeah. mean, it just to me, it just doesn't make sense not to be. Yeah, just too much, yeah. too much weird, and and just other spots in the Plus, world. Plus, if there wasn't anything out weird in the world, we would have nothing to talk about. It, right. Yeah. But yeah, like, like I said, you you look at how many different uh, stories coming out of different thick wooded areas. There, there has to be something to it, oh, yeah. and I don't know why this would be any different. Exactly. So, have you got anything else for these fine folks, Marty? Uh, no, I do not. All right, everybody, you guys have a good night, and remember, it's National Banana Day. Bye. <laughs>